This is Trevor Heron from Blue Heron Entertainment, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Okay, so the you know the monks kind of walk behind you. You guys are in front, so you go back down to the main room, and the the king's sitting there, and he's having a drink, and he says, uh, "Welcome back. Hopefully, you've had a nice, relaxing afternoon. Please sit down and you know have something to eat." Then he then he helps Petra sit. He sits down. He goes, "It was quite uneventful." Other than that, how? So the king, the king looks at Vinny and says, uh, "You know, I don't know if you've given any thoughts to uh, some of the things you would like to do in the city. Uh, you know, obviously there were a few things that I pointed out that you uh, could partake of, uh, and um, on probably tomorrow, since it's a bit late this evening, you know, tomorrow I can definitely have that set up for you if you would like to um, you know, do anything, see some of the city, or." do some uh, exploring around the environs. I I do believe that um, resting the night and starting out in the morning is a very good idea. I will certainly be going to bed uh, shortly after our our meal here tonight. I would like to ask you, Sire, (laughs) to please uh, enlighten us upon the Emerald Llama. So he grabs his drink and takes a drink and says, uh, the Emerald Lama is a religious leader in our world. Obviously, I had heard that some of his monks had come to meet with you or your party. Ah. Um, He is, as I said, a religious leader. So he tends to not get involved in any kind of civic activities of anything around. So... He kind of limits his style, himself to matter spiritual. Would you consider vengeance of a retaliatory nature a civic matter? <laughs> when it comes to the Emerald Llama, I found that you he breaks the world down into people who are with him in his pursuit of knowledge and perfection and those who are against him so ah, he, tends yes. to, he tends to keep focused on as i said matter spiritual so you're either with him or against him well that's certainly f- flexible enough <laughs> um so so oh um he, he doesn't go out of his way to involve himself in matters not of a religious nature so if he feels like he needs to get involved in something it's usually because there has been a slight against him or directly a slight directed at him so it is exactly this slight that i was asked to deliver a gift for someone who had attacked them on the way into your wonderful city 
Now, they've given me very little information on this person. I'm wondering what you have to say about something like this, as I was visited by three of these messengers with their beautiful emerald masks. So, my dear visitor, I would not try to skirt the issue, but... Please don't. <laughs> uh, Please dance the issue. <laughs> yes! Yes, yes! I tend oh, no. to I tend to keep myself above any kind of petty squabbles that happen with the Emerald Llama. As I said, if he is if he came to visit you and was singling someone out, it is really not of my concern. And as I wasn't party to I'm assuming what you are describing, then I would kind of not I would keep myself apart from it. If you had had discussions with the monks in the Lama, then the Emerald, the, the Emerald Lama's monks, then it would be up to you, your decision, if you want to um, continue with that. Does he, uh, does he take visitors? I mean, maybe we should go talk to the monk uh, or, you know, the Lama himself. <laughs> uh, I think the only interaction you would have with them is what your friend has just had now so he he does not have a place to visit or a central location to to see him at like a palace or a temple he is a bit ethereal so he does wander a bit so i think the only interactions you would have is when he would want to interact with you so he takes a drink and says if if this is something that is bothering you or weighing on your mind, then the holy man I mentioned may be able to help you with that. He's very wise and knowledgeable. He's been a part of this city. He's been in the city even longer than I have. So he would definitely be able to help if this is something that you would like to extricate yourself from. It's not so much that as is just... My main concern is being able to identify the person I'm supposed to bring this gift to. That is my concern. Unfortunately, I can't help you with that. While you're staying in the city, or while you're in, while you're not in your world and in this world, if there is something like that that is bothering you, then I can assume that maybe the Emerald Llama would send you some more information before you go. Oh, based upon my interactions with his monks, I won't hold my breath. <laughs> but as I said, if this is something that you would like to back yourself out of, there is always a risk of that. But the holy man in the city may be able to help you with that, if that is something you would like to do. I'll have to think about it as I'm not entirely uncomfortable with the idea. Uh, but... You know, maybe, maybe perhaps. I don't know. Maybe in the morning after we've done some of our, uh, have our, had our tours around your wonderful city, I, uh, I'll, I'll uh, reevaluate the situation. Okay. So I'm the king just goes and grabs some Morty just sitting there. So do Petro or Vinny have anything they want to bring up? Petrus has taken it all in. She's ready to go to bed. Okay. Get ready for the morning of adventure. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe just be like, um, yeah, we were thinking, uh, you know, maybe we take one of those uh, flying chips around and kind of get a lay of the city and 
you know, just sort of see what's what's what, you know? Those things are safe or what? I mean, I assume so. We've seen them flying. I don't quite, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely safe, I can assure you. And if that is something you would like to do in the morning, I can get that arranged and have the monks <clears throat> wake you at an appropriate time in the morning to do that if you would like. I think so, yeah, yeah. I, too, would enjoy seeing these flying ships. That would be fun. Okay. So, you know, it's just um, just a bit of small talk. You know, the, the king's just eating and drinking, and I'm assuming, you know, the three of you are just, you know, chatting. Nothing, unless there is anything consequential you want to bring up, I'm just going to be some dinner chat, small talk, that kind of thing. I mean, I think Vinny would, would try to, like, you know, over the course of the conversation, like, here and there mix in like, oh, you know, that guy's been here for a long time too, blah, blah, blah. You know, like trying to get some information out of him because he knows he's probably not going to, but he would just sort of like slip things in and see if, you know, like something slips or. So he kind of frames it the way he framed it before, you know, the perceptions in this world are different than the perceptions of your world. Uh, You know, things that you may seem that may seem strange or off-putting or astounding to you. You know, the king says, I'm sure if I made a trip over, it would be the same for me over there. So he's just kind of, he's not being helpful, but he's not being unhelpful. He's just, you know, saying that's just the way it is. You know, look, it's weird anywhere. If you're, if you're from a different place and you show up, it's all a bit weird. So he's just kind of leaving it very vague like that. Okay. That's pretty much what I figured would happen. (laughs) Yes, Vinny, you must open yourself up to new experiences regarding other cultures. This is going to be quite enlightening for us all. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure that it will. <laughs> Especially, literally, seeing how we'll be on a flying ship, it'll certainly be enlightening. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, so the... The dinner kind of wraps up. The king says, um, I'm going to take my leave of you. Please have a restful night's sleep, and everything will be set for the morning for your trip. And uh, you, I'm sure you will enjoy it very much. So he kind of bows and you know backs up and walks away. And you know the three monks who were taking you to your rooms before they show up back again and you know, are ready to you know lead you back down the hall. They, you know they they won't take the lead if you three are walking they'll just kind of walk behind you they're just kind of making sure you they see you off and once you're in your room or once you all get together and are chatting they'll you know they'll disappear if you guys want to get together and chat before you go to bed are our rooms in the same area yeah it's all kind of in the same area okay um yeah i mean i guess if they walk us back uh vinnie would linger by petra's door and uh you're like oh you know uh, (laughs) uh, uh, disappear. If you need anything, I'm just uh, you know I'll be uh, I'll be right here. Is you know. Yeah, you know what I really, really need right now. Yeah, what's that? Sleep. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a long day, so uh, I'll, I'll see you in the morning. And Petra really does look tired. She wasn't that, being a bitch. Yeah. I, I, Daryl's probably like down the halls, like sniggering. Oh, I'm assuming you can, you, can, you can hear him in his room. <laughs> He's such an ass. So then he goes in, and just like flops down on the bed and just passes out. Okay. 
So since Vinny's had a not very happy day. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Vinny, Jesus. So, you know, Vinny flops down. I'm assuming he's kind of frustrated. So he's still in his clothes or anything, you know, just flops on the bed, like cursing and, you know, being a bit grumpy. Kind of just drifts off to sleep. And once you drift off to sleep, John, can you make me a power roll? I can certainly try. Is this to avoid the... No, never mind. 58 out of 50. 58 out of 50. Okay. So you're dreaming. Uh, It's a very vivid dream. Uh, But you are up in the flying. Yeah, yeah, it's the... the way this dream's going to go, I'm sure it'll Extremely be very happy. <laughs> yes. So Vinny's on. Like he was a, a, a young boy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so Vinny, you're dreaming and you're up in the flying ship. Uh, it's just you. So, um, you know, Petra and Daryl aren't there. No one else is there. It's just you kind of in, you know, looking over the, the side of the, the flying ship when it's going. And uh, you can see you lift off from the city and you're going out and, you know, down below you, you see all kinds of hills and, you know, mountain streams, things like that. So the, the first stream you kind of fly over, you see, you know, something reflecting off something in the stream the whole way up because it's going up a mountain. Uh, and when you look down, it's just, you know, looks like it, it almost looks like a stream that, you know, gold panner would go to. But you know, but you don't have to do any panning. There's just lots of gold kind of yeah. in the stream itself. You know, you fly over that, and then you go over another big mountain, come down the other side, and you kind of see a, a, a like a plateau. It's kind of bare, and it's um, you know, it's kind of rocky, and I was going to say sandy, but you know, it's just, there's no vegetation or anything covering it. And when you look down, you see all kinds of you know, the sun hits it, and there's all kinds of green sparkling laying all over the ground. You know, the ship kind of goes back, you know, turns off another way, flying back over uh, on the side of the hill. The sun hits it and you see just a bunch of like red glints, you know, just, you know, scattered all, you know, down the side of the hill. And then when the, um, you know, then the, the ship kind of comes back and, you know, comes back towards the city and just sets down. And so you, you, you have a picture in your mind of you don't have the path that the ship went. But, you know, it kind of left the city and not far outside of the city, you know, you see you see all these different things when you're looking over, you know, the gold and the the green sparkling and the red sparkling on the hill. So it's just, you know, it's all kind of right outside of the city. But, you know, you don't you don't have the exact kind of mappings of it. But you in your mind, you're like, wow, that's kind of right out there. And it's just all just kind of sitting there. It's not very far away. Sure, sure. And then, you know kind of drift back down out of the dream you, you know you're kind of still sleeping but something registers in your mind that you know you had a dream but it was you know a lot more vivid and a lot more real than a dream was and so you kind of obviously you were coming to bed from a very grumpy place so now you kind of rested back and now you fall asleep with a nice big smile on your face all right cool <laughs> So I'm assuming Petra, you did once you went back to the room, did you um did you go right to bed or did you have a drink or um, have back or anything? I fondled my jewel for a little bit and then went to bed. Thank you very much. So that yeah. leads <laughs> So Petra, can you make a powerful? I would love to. 
I rolled a 24, but I don't know what my power is. So, oh, power of 80. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, yours is pretty high. So, um, so you're drifting off to sleep. In your dream, you're kind of on a cliff. You know, you're like kind of on a cliff edge. So it's not anything you recognize. It's just, you know, you've lived in Lhasa for quite a while. You lived in Tibet. Now you're in this place. You're used to seeing cliffs and mountains everywhere. So you're just like in the edge of a cliff with a big chasm. You know, there's a big divide over to where the other side. So, you know, you're kind of looking around and you have a bit of feeling of trepidation, not danger, but, you know, you're looking kind of like, well, I'm here and I can't get anywhere. I'm kind of adding, there's no bridge or anything. So in the dream, you can feel yourself grab the jewel and then kind of place it up on your forehead. And when you do that, you hear kind of the beat of wings and they don't sound like wings of like a bird or a bat. They sound very, very, you know, powerful beat of wings. Uh, so while you're sitting there, something you can see something above you and it kind of lands right next to you uh it's kind of standing there maybe about 20 feet away you know kind of looking at you i was going to share my screen again but let's try it one more time so standing next to you is this so you see this standing next to you it's about 20 feet away um oh. it's kind of staring at you it's not you know it's not doing anything it's you know, kind of just landed and stopped uh, right there. You're still holding the jewel up to your head. And in your dream, you then take the jewel and place it back wherever you hit it. I'm assuming you were hiding it back in where you hit it before. And you walk over to this and then it kind of crouches down and you hop up on its back and then it lifts off and flies you back across the cavern over uh, the chasm onto the other side. Uh, once you get to the other side, you know, you kind of hop off. It stands back up and kind of looks at you and it flies away. And while it's flying away, it kind of just takes off. You take the jewel back out uh, and are kind of holding it. And once you place it to your head again, you kind—it of, kind of seems like it kind of like winks out, like you can see its path flying away. And then once you touch it to your head again, it looks like it just disappeared, like it winked out, like it didn't fly away till you can't see it. It kind of just disappeared. So when you, you know, you replace the jewel back where you had had it, and you kind of drift off into a nice, comfortable sleep. Whew. I'm glad it didn't eat me. <laughs> Okay, so that's Daryl. Daryl sleeps a nice, relaxing night, thinking some more puns up in his head and giggling in his sleep. And oh my gosh, <laughs> definitely spooning the mandala. I've got it in the in the bed with me. I'm hugging it. Okay, so it is morning. You don't get woken up too early. Um, you know, while while it's still a bit early and you're kind of drifting, you know, you're you're starting to come out of your sleep. You can hear some chanting and praying, but it's not anything that would disturb you or wake you up. You just kind of subconsciously you hear, you hear it in the morning and you kind of, you know, you all just kind of wake up. Uh, once you're awake, uh, you see that some water and some fruit has been set out in your room sometime in the morning, obviously before you got up. Uh, and some, you know, some, if, if you had, 
if you had put on some of the local clothes, just some, you know, some more local clothes have been set out for another change. If, if you wore some from yesterday. Daryl would change. Yeah. Okay. Petra would definitely change, but uh, still keep her fur coat on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vinny's got his, so I, I'm not sure of the garb exactly, but he would have his shoulder holster and pistol like mm. underneath like an outer wrap. So it wasn't like super obvious. Okay. And then are you guys all going to meet up outside your rooms? Is someone going to go grab one of the other ones or are you just going to? I'm sure we'll just meet up. Yeah, we can meet up for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. So if you go back out to the main room, you see the monks were just kind of standing in the, the main room where the king was. The king's there. And he says, good morning. Hopefully you've all had a very pleasant night's sleep. If what you had planned on doing today is still on off or still the order of the day, you know, we are being, it would be ready to go whenever you've had a bit of refreshment and, you know, you can set off whenever you would like. Hey, let me ask you, you guys got like a uh, coffee here? I'm starting to get a fucking headache. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, all we have is some tea. Uh, I'm sure from your past experience, you know, it's usually butter tea, but I'm sure we could make some regular tea for you if you would like that. That sounds like some legendary tea to me. (laughs) (laughs) Product placement. (laughs) Sort of. So, yeah, they'll give you some nice strong black tea without the all the butter on it, if you would like that. Yeah, yeah. He he would definitely have some of that. So is butter tea a real thing? Because I kind of want to try it. I th- I've seen recipes where you can make it, but I never, <laughs> I've never is, taken the plunge. But it's is pretty. The, is the recipe brew coffee or brew tea and put a spoonful of butter in the tea? Yeah, is but I don't know if you're supposed to use a specific kind of butter, though. That's the thing, right? Oh, yeah. okay. Ah, so not like Brummel and Brown. <laughs> I don't think so. It's got to be like actual, okay, like real. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, the king's just eating and drinking. You guys are all eating and drinking. So he did have, you know, if you wanted to do the ship daily flight, you know, he said you can do that whenever you would like. Um, you know, there's also the the mystic, the holy man here, if you wanted to go visit him. So it's, you know, really up to what you guys want to do. I'm going to go grab a drink. I'll be right back in two minutes. The so airship. The airship yeah. or... Or do we want to do your emerald thing? Um, I think the airship. I mean, because you were Petra was interested in that to start yeah. with, and then after the dream, like he, uh, Vinny would want to see whether or not you know the ship takes the path that he remembers from his dream. Like he's kind of excited to do it now because he's like, you know, we talked about doing this, and you know now like I saw this, you know, weird thing, and it was you know it seems so real and. You know, we can kind of like get landmarks then. If you're like, you know, he says, don't kill anything in the city or whatever. If we think we can kind of get out and just like take some sacks and like stuff them full of gold and shit, like, let's do it. Hell yeah. Definitely airshipping it. All right. I mean, we can always talk to the holy man later. Yeah. And I don't say this. the, The holy man sounded like it was a way to get out of delivering the mandala. I don't think, uh, Reggie, I don't think Daryl would, uh, would want, I think I think Daryl's into it, like he wants to deliver it. So I don't know. 
Unless I, someone has another reason to speak with the holy man, I don't, don't think Daryl's too concerned. Um, I mean, we could just maybe get other information. Right. Like, right? yeah, yeah. Maybe he won't yeah. be as cagey. I assume he will be, but maybe not. I right. Mean, <laughs> yeah. But I, so, like, if we had this conversation in character, Vinny would say, you know, if you think that, you know, the guy's going to come in and brag about it, maybe we just hang the mandala up in the uh, in the club, and then if if the guy were to come in, oh, you know, yes. maybe it just does its thing in proximity. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. That's that is good. Unless you physically have to hand it to the guy, you know, but, but maybe said guy would be drawn to it and be like, Oh, what's that? And you're like, Oh, really? You want to take a look? Here you go. It did sound as though I was supposed to hand him it in person, but I sup- I would guess that probably doesn't matter who hands it to him as long as it's handed to him. Uh, well, I mean, you know, if it, uh, you know, if the guy happens to come into the fucking bar, you know, maybe uh, it catches his eye and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's good for us, right? And then we get the, whatever the reward is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We should have this whole conversation like this, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, you guys, if we're going on the airship, I got to tell you about a little dream I had because I flew last night in my dream on a dragon and it didn't eat me. On a what now? A dragon. I think it was a dragon. It was a big creature with scales and teeth. You know, I, 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 I had a dream too. And we, I was on the ship by myself. And as we flew out, there was gold and, and like emeralds and rubies and shit, like all over outside the city, just like laying around. You could just stuff them in your pockets. Whoa. That sounds like a delicious dream. I'm telling you, it was, it was pretty good. I, I was, uh, yeah, it was it was nice. Hey, what about you, Daryl? You dream anything last night? Absolutely nothing. I uh, slept like a baby. Well, all right. I mean, maybe you got some kind of mental protection with that uh, the thing that the Emerald Monk gave you. <laughs> I think so. That the Mandala speaks to me in ways I've never been spoken to before. It gives me ideas, things to run with, a purpose, a direction in my life. Uh... Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you guys have a plan of attack for today? Yeah, we're going to take the airship out. Okay. So, you know, breakfast is all done. Uh, the king says, once you get on the ship, it will be the three of you. It will be, uh, there'll be one monk on kind of piloting the ship. There won't be any need for a whole bunch of crew. It will just um, fly around, you know, the city and some of the local areas just so you get to see uh, what what it looks like around uh, the beautiful nature and the setting that we're in. And then it should be back, you know, around lunchtime this afternoon. And, you know, then we can convene again, uh, have some more refreshments if you would like. So just one, one guy, huh? Pilots that whole boat? That's all it's needed. I tell you, we got ships like that back where we come from, and you gotta you gotta get like 30, 40 guys on there. You know, you're rigging sails and doing all kinds of shit. I don't know, I'm not no sailor. <laughs> There's much less resistance to the ship when it's in the sky as it would be in the water. Uh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. All right, whatever you say. Um <laughs> I just I gotta run back to the room real quick uh before we go, yeah? 
It's ready for whenever you are all ready to go. So Vinny runs back to the room and grabs like, you know, three canvas bags. Because if he can talk the guy into putting a ship down, then we don't have to go like trudging through the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So go go back out. You get onto the ship. So you go outside the, the palace. You, know, you walk it down a little bit. It's almost like it's almost like a pier area, you know, it's almost a, a dock where lots of shipping are. There's you know, a couple buildings there, and you're assuming maybe just like a warehouse or something like that. So the ship's there. It's, you know, down level with you guys. You can see uh, the pilot on the ship kind of throws over. Uh, actually, no. So it's low enough because it's kind of on a cliff. So you can just climb on. You don't have to climb up any kind of rope ladder or anything. So you can climb onto the ship. Uh, you know, he helps you get in. And, you know, goes back to pilot the ship, you know, rudder, wheel, and trying mm. to think it would be easier. It's too big for a rudder, so it kind of be a wheel. So almost like, a, you know, a ship wheel. Um, so the ship kind of start raises up and then, you know, kind of takes off. And you're going up. There's some spots around the edge of it that, you know, you kind of, kind of look over. There's some holds, some handholds, you know, almost kind of wooden loops on the on the railing of it that you can you know grab onto while you're flying it's not like you're being jostled or anything it does actually feel like a a very very easy you know very easy flight you're not getting whipped with a lot of wind or anything like that so it is very comfortable and not very dangerous or anything like that Vinny would try to find the spot that feels like where he was in the dream to see if he can see you know see what he saw before okay so make a luck roll all right I probably should roll different dice this time. Uh, 37 out of 48. So, man. Okay. So, I'm going to roll E3. So, the first thing you fly over is the kind of area where it's the kind of flattish plateau. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, the green sparkling kind of things. Uh, so, you're kind of flying over that. You're probably, how high up are you? You can still see that. Maybe like 400 feet or so. What's a football field? It's what, 300 feet? Because it's 100 yards. Yeah. yeah, so like 300, 400 feet up. You know, you can see, uh, you know, when you came over, you know, you're going over the hills, there's enough clearance. But then when you're over a hill and you're getting down closer to flat lands, you know, it drops down, but you're still about three or 400 feet, you know, above kind of the ground, no matter what you're flying over. So he's just like, he like, like he's holding on because this is like, Fuck that, we're in the air. And he's like looking over and he's like, hey, hey, this is the fucking spot with the fucking emeralds and shit. Come here, look, look, look. Uh, Petra is going to look. <laughs> Whoa. Are there emeralds? Good, good eyes, good find. <laughs> this is just like the fucking dream that I had. It's the same plateau and everything. You had a dream of this exact spot? My God. I think and, so, yeah, yeah. And emeralds? Well, the green, right? I assume they're emeralds. Maybe, uh, what else could it be? Emeralds, right? Do we have them set the ship down here, or do we wait till after? I don't know. Hey, uh, hey, hey, guy! Uh, could you put this ship down here, or what? <laughs> so the, the pilot kind of looks over and goes, uh, unfortunately, the way these ships work, we are kind of on a set course that we cannot set down at the moment, uh, the way it is propelled through the air, we have to keep uh, the forward motion going 
as to not run out of power and not be able to make it back. Oh shit! Hmm. All right. Uh, hey, hey, Daryl, you 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 remember how far this is at? Can you can you tell? Exactly forty three miles. Is that too much? That's too much. That's that seems like a long walk. That's kind hey. of a long walk. Um, yes, but I suppose uh, uh, it would probably just be uh, maybe a, a 20, 30 minute walk, of course. So if everybody, everybody make a luck roll now. <laughs> oh, failed that one. Oh, no Ooh. good on my end. A 90. No I got 90. <laughs> I got 90. Did you? I, was I did. <laughs> I was going to say, if anybody made a luck roll, you just happen to have, you know, a piece of paper and a pencil. So you could do some cartography. Is that what it's called when, yeah, when you're um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So you didn't write it down. So you, th you know, this one wasn't the closest. That, yeah, well, it'd be, but it also wasn't that far away from the city. So you can kind of, if, if if you guys focus on kind of the environs around it and you know the topography and what it looks like, you can get a pretty good picture in your mind of when you go back and get some paper and pencil and draw it and that kind of stuff. But you know, this, I think Daryl was right. It really wasn't that far out of, you know, of the city itself. The city sits in kind of like a bowl. So there's hills around it and the palace is sitting there. So there is really kind of only one way you went out of the city. Mm -hmm. So if, if you guys do, you know, if you take a good mental picture of it, you'll just have to wait to get back to actually draw the surroundings and it, it, it isn't that far from the city. Okay. Vinny would really be paying attention now because he saw that it was the same as the dream. So now he's like, "All right, fuck, let's let's try to figure this out. What's the closest thing so we don't have to like fight all kinds of monsters and shit?" And Petra is just like staring, trying to find some kind of sparkle, some sort of landmark to be able to remember. So when you're looking around, you don't really see you don't see lots of people around. You know, there's not. A, there's a few spots where there's, uh, you know, there's a monastery up on a hill or, you know, there's a little shack next to a little plowed field, but it doesn't look like there's lots of, you know, habitation around. There's some, you know, you do see some orchards and obviously that's where some of the fruit that you're eating were coming from, but it doesn't look like it's very developed. It's not very farmed around. Um, so you leave the area where, you know, that plateau was with the clay green stuff you know, an hour or so later. You know, you can kind of feel that you're doing almost like a loop, like a circle around. So, you know, you can kind of feel the way the ship's going. You know, you're standing there. You can feel it in your feet. It's kind of tilting to one side. So, you know, you feel like you're just almost like making like a giant loop around. So the next thing you see is the, this, the hillside with, uh, you know, the kind of sparkling things down the hillside. That's probably about an hour or so away from the plateau with the green sparkling stuff. So, you know, that's about an hour outside of that. And, you know, you're looking around, it's just hills and, you know, mountain streams, you know, maybe another monastery or two. You don't really see that many, you know, there's not any animals or anything. You don't see like herds of deer running around or you do see some birds flying around, but you don't see lots of game, you know, on the ground itself. And then kind of loop back the next hour or so, you kind of loop back and you don't see anything other than just, you know, just, you know, nature and trees and all that kind of stuff. And then you're coming back in and when you're coming back in, you can see the hill that was kind of framed the, the palace in Celeface itself. So you're coming back towards the city. So 
out of character, you can kind of realize that you've seen two of the three mm-hmm. looping all around, and mm-hmm. you, can dedu- you can deduce from that where the, <laughs> the first one was. So, yeah. And then when we get back, you know, when you get back, if you want to grab some paper and a pencil, I guess you can do a. I'm going to do a luck roll because luck's always such a bad number. What's a good roll we can do? Um, so if if Vinny was concentrating super 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 hard finding it, why don't you make like a pow roll? That's a hopefully your pow is better than your luck. No, they're both the same. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, fifteen fifty. Actually, my luck is down to forty eight. Oh, actually, fifty. That's not too bad for luck. Okay. Yeah, got fifty. Uh, What'd you do? Twenty three. Okay. So we, so the, the, the rest of the flight, so the second, you did see the, the hill with the sparkly diamonds um, and all that. So, but you didn't see the other part. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Vinny told you the whole dream about what he saw. So you saw kind of two out of the three things that were in Vinny's dream. But you kind of can deduce from that that first part you kind of missed because you were just flying over. You kind of did like a big loop back towards the city. Mm-hmm. So we're going, you know, you're back in the city now. Vinny did a very good power roll, so he's got whatever landmarks and, you know, oh, signifiers yeah. of the landscape, you know, he's going to go write that down and draw that down on a piece of paper. So he did pretty good on that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, you know, the ship comes back and lands. Um, it's around lunchtime. I'm assuming Vinny just like hurried up into the palace to go to his room and get a piece of paper and start scribbling so before he forgot mm-hmm. so that's all written down um and uh, you know the the king's there you know just kind of hanging out he's actually reading a but they have scrolls i guess yeah scrolls so he's just you know just reading a scroll and making some idle chatter about hopefully you had a a pleasant voyage and got to see the the beautiful land around uh, around my city uh, it is very breathtaking and striking, and it is, you know, a beautiful place to be. It was amazing out there. Is it, how safe is it? We've seen, a, we've seen like, a couple of, uh, like, houses and shit that they have to worry about the, uh, you know, the monsters and whatnot out there. <laughs> um, it is a very safe area. Uh, there's not too many, too many people who live outside the walls of the city, and most of the people do are usually monks who live in the monasteries or monks who set aside some land to work and meditate by themselves, almost a hermetic lifestyle. But um, it is it's a very safe area. Everybody lives, everybody tries to live in harmony with everything around them. And it's not like we have lots of guards around the city. There is no, you know, lots of people under arms. So it is very safe and the thing you have to worry about is just being lost because you don't know where you're at or where you're going. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, Are we going to take a walk after lunch? I, I think we could probably do that and get out the like, stretch our legs a little bit, yeah? Yeah. That's absolutely fine, whatever you guys want to do. So the king says, you know, you're more than welcome to, you know, travel around the city, uh, take in the sights, and... Uh, Whatever pleases you to do, that is um, up to you. It's your decision. All right, that sounds good. Maybe we'll uh, we'll see you for dinner then. I will have everything waiting for you whenever you come back. Great. So uh, I'm assuming we kind of like go back up to the room and like grab like backpacks and shit like that. Yeah, gear yeah. up. Yep. Well, I guess Daryl and Vinny gear up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, that sounds fine. Um, you come back out. Putting um, on lip gloss is gearing up, just for the record. <laughs> all right, I guess that's fair. <laughs> okay, so you're back out. You have all of your stuff. So I'm assuming you guys are going to try to... You have your paper with your map of where you went, right? Yeah, so like I'm telling them as we're getting ready, like... I, I, I wasn't on like the right spot for the ship to, to see, but we saw the other two things. So I think the, the fucking river with all the gold in it is like right as you leave. Like maybe not like right. Like we got to walk a little bit, but like that's the first thing. So we just grab a shit ton of fucking gold. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then uh, and then I guess we could get out of here. That that would uh, th- that, that sounds right. I think to me, yeah. So that's why we're here. Uh, there's a lot of spooky things that have been happening, but I think we can probably just ignore all of them and just get the hell out of here. Spooky things, just those creatures. Yeah, the creatures, the emerald monks. Yeah, you know the strange amb- amb- ambiguity that everyone seems to talk with around here. Yes. Mm. Well, if they don't care if we steal all their fucking shit, then who cares, right? <laughs> Eloquent as ever. (laughs) So you're going to go off hiking, I guess. Uh, You have, I'm assuming, a bunch of bunch of sacks and bags and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So you're, you know, you're walking for a bit. You're just, uh, you can see there is kind of a pass outside of the city itself, kind of through the hills that kind of frame it around the back. You're walking through, it's maybe about an hour or so after you left, you know, you're just kind of meandering out. Once you get through the pass, you're coming over like a small mountain stream. It's, it's not very wide, but it does have some like wooden planks that are raised up that you can walk across. Um, uh, once you get to the other side, it seems like all of a sudden it starts to snow a little bit. So it's just coming down. The temperature doesn't drop a lot. You know, it's it's a little bit colder, but all of a sudden it just feels like, you know, you feel a little bit of drop in temperature and then it starts snowing. Once you start walking, you're walking for about 10 minutes or so, and then it gets a bit foggy with the snow. So the visibility is down to, you know, about 50 feet. You can't really see out past. And it's snowing. It's not like it's laying. It's just, you know, some showers coming down. It gets foggy. Once you walk about 10 minutes or so through that, you come out of the fog and then you can see up on the hill, there's like a a monastery built into the kind of the hillside. It's a big hill. There's a monastery built in the hillside. And down at the bottom of the hill with the monastery, there's another big stream coming down, cutting across. And you see a line of monks start walking down from the monastery to the edge of the stream. Once they get to the stream, there's kind of two older monks that are standing there, and then five of the younger monks kind of take their robes off, so they just have, you know, kind of a wrapped around them. They take the robe off. They go and sit in the cold water from the stream. Uh, the snow stopped. The fog's kind of drifted away. They come back out of the stream, and then they sit down in kind of like the lotus position on the edge of the stream. The two older monks go into the stream with big blankets, put put the blankets in the water, come back out and then drape, drape the blankets over top of... So there's two older monks doing this, and let's say there's you know four younger monks kind of sitting along the edge 
who are who went into the water the, the two older monks put a blanket covered in water on each of the monks um you can see them start to meditate uh you know their eyes are closed while they're doing that in about a minute or so later you can see a bunch of steam coming off all of the robes of the monks sitting there and the steam seems to be a lot more than you would expect just coming off someone who was cold uh, it doesn't make sense because they're cold and they're also dumped cold blankets with cold water on them and there's all kinds of steam coming out of it so everybody make me a power roll oh shit 56 i failed 21 that's like three 20s in the 20s 46 pass okay so two out of three pass okay so while you're watching it you know the monks don't really notice you're there the steam kind of, you know, it's almost like going up like a giant fog on that side of the stream where the, all the monks were, were sitting. Uh, the steam all of a sudden kind of dissipate, dissipates. You feel, you feel a big gust of wind kind of blow through and push it all away. The monks, the four monks get back up. The two older monks put the robes back on them and they walk up, back up the hill to the monastery. And when you look in the stream, you see a whole bunch of glittering stuff in it. Oh. So does anything happen with the failed power roll or no? Well, I was trying to see if if two out of the three failed, then this wouldn't be the stream with the gold in it. So mm. two out of three. <laughs> I was going to do one. Oh, that's, a, that's a cool way to do it. <laughs> out of character. <laughs> Let's get on our hands and knees and start sifting through this 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 riverbed sifting shit you just fucking grab that shit and start sticking it in a bag i was trying to be eloquent and poetic and but you but sure fine we'll do what you said yes just stick the shit in a bag yeah, yeah. i'll do what she says fine let's just all get the shit in a bag <laughs> Then he like takes the pack off, gets down by the water, and just starts. You know, if there's like big chunks, just starts throwing big chunks in a fucking canvas bag. Okay. And while you're doing that, you know, you're just sitting there. The you, all, all the snow and the fog and everything's kind of dissipated. You're just sitting there, uh, learning stuff up. Give me a. Give me a spot head. Okay. Oh, fail. 67 out of 50. Okay. So, you know, you guys are just loading stuff up and, you know, putting all the gold into the bags. Uh, when you look around, you do notice that it's starting to get a bit dark. And, you know, just from your biological clock and your body's telling you you really haven't been out too long. You haven't been too far away. But it does seem like it's getting, you know, a bit later than than you would expect. Uh, for you know the time you know you were expecting it to be late afternoon. I, I think the king said that um, yeah. So he said he would have some stuff for you in the evening, but it does look like it's getting a bit darker than you expected it to be. Hey, does it? Uh, seems kind of dark, huh? What? Uh, he starts like looking around, see if there's like monks doing like weird shit or whatever. Uh, what, what do you think? Should we get the get the fuck out of here? Well, we don't want to get the. We don't want to get stuck, yeah? Do we have enough? 
Well, I don't know. It's never really enough, right? I mean, we could come back tomorrow, or we could just get out of this city and go back to your club. Uh, yeah. I mean, if uh, we didn't hurt nobody, we could always come back. I mean, we got to figure out a way to get out of here. Hmm. I believe the king did offer a way out. Maybe he has some insight into the best way to leave. Of course, we will we'll tell him what we've done, and I think uh, I think everything will go fine. I, I don't think we need to tell him uh, what we were doing. He didn't seem too concerned, so uh, no harm, no foul. Transparency, transparency. Politician, all those lies. I am certainly not a politician. Stop tapping into my meta hatred. <laughs> he, he's a he's a pragmatic Englishman, is what he is. Yes, all sorts of pragmatism just flowing forth. Well, look, uh, maybe we should uh, maybe we should table that for now, and just not uh, you know we'll just let that uh, you know we won't say anything. Of course, I see a discussion to be had later. Of course. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. When after we left, after we left, we'll have a discussion about whether or not we should tell. <laughs> exactly. Yes, of course. Of the fine. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I guess we'd like grab a couple more handfuls and then, uh, you know, like try to start heading on our way back. Then okay. So you you know you kind of traverse back the way you came. Uh, there's no there's no obstacles or anything when you're walking back the, the kind of snow shower that you ran into before with the fog seems to have you know dissipated so there's not anything there it takes maybe an hour and a half or two hours to get back to the the path through the the hills around the city you're back into the city uh you know there are some kind of not I guess torches, but you know, there's some lights around the city. There's not like street lamps or anything, uh, but they're not just torches out, but you know, there is some illumination around the city. Uh, it is dark. It seems to be, you know, a bit darker at night, you know, a bit later at night. Um, so if you head back to the, to the palace, you can, um, there's, you know, the two guards standing there, they just nod to you. So you can go ahead straight back. And if you want to, you can either go to the King, the room with the King first, or you can go back to your rooms first. Um, you know, it, it's up to you either way. I, I think we go back to our room and uh, offload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure, it's a heavy load. Okay. Um, so you can all dump your stuff back. Um, you can decide if you guys want to meet up and talk amongst yourselves, or if you want to go back to, you know, the king's room and grab something to eat or drink or discuss anything with him. So uh, so what do you think? We go down and have dinner and then uh, get the fuck out of here in the morning or what? Yes. I love it. Yes. And then once we get the fuck out of here in the morning, we'll discuss whether or not to tell the king. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, right. after we're far out. I'm on board. <laughs> okay. Right. That, that sounds good. Okay. So you dump all the bags and everything in your room. You head back to the uh, the king's room where he's sitting. There's, you know, more stuff laid out, uh, some drinks. So he said, uh, hopefully uh, you've had a, a nice adventure Uh a nice evening out strolling. It's a bit later than the past night or so when we've all met, but um, I'm glad you're all back and hopefully you've enjoyed yourself. It was uh, it was quite invigorating. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it seems kind of weird, though. It didn't seem like we were uh, 
gone for as long as we thought maybe we were, but then like it started to get dark and you know, now you're saying it's kind of late. So uh, is the time get weird over here too? I, I don't yeah. know. Yes. What gives? <laughs> uh, time seemed to pass. All right. With me here in the palace, I didn't feel anything or see anything untoward, but uh, as I said, our world, operates a bit differently than your world so sometimes things like that happen it wouldn't surprise me if that is the case but i'm just glad you're back safe and sound and you've had a, a wonderful day out visiting the city the city is lovely yes but I, I miss ours so let's get to bed so we can you know go home tomorrow i'm sorry get get where to bed <laughs> thank you uh, so if, if if it is your if it is your <laughs> wish to leave tomorrow, um, that is absolutely fine. I can set up a guide to take you back to the edge of the city for you to travel back, or you know you can make your way back yourselves and do. You know, it, it, it is your decision. Uh, is there an easier way to like you know come and go from here without having to like you know with the tentacles and shit? Uh, there might be an easier pass above the cavern. Depends on what time of the season is. I think you should be lucky that it should be uh, clear to, to take that path if you would like. I can send some guides with you in the morning to take you to there, and you can make your way back. Uh, do you know where that uh, comes back out in our world? Are we going to be... Uh... In some place we're not, uh, shouldn't be. Uh, the parts of the city in this world and your world are closest where you came through. So you should be back into the general area that you came through when you came to visit us. Oh, shit. I don't know. What do you guys want to do then? No, I'm sorry. What, what he's saying is that, that, yeah, if you go back, whether you go through the cavern or if you go kind of above it, which kind of leads the same way, it, they should take you back to the general same area. Those those oh. two areas. Yeah, those two. I'm sorry. Yeah, I framed that the wrong way. Yeah, they, those are those are the, you know, the, the closest to each other. So, yeah, it, it should be fine. You should be going back the same way. And We're the not going to wind up in London or something. No, everything should be fine. I've, I've got a bunch of shampoos for those little kids. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I don't need my lipstick. <laughs> it should be good. <laughs> the way back in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that, that that sounds good. Uh, yeah, we can we can maybe uh, we'll take that other pass because uh, you know that other place. Jeez, that was a uh, that was a little bit rough going. That was scary. Okay, so the king says I will. Send some monks to guide you in the morning. It's a bit late to make that trek tonight. Uh, so, you know, have a good night's sleep. And in the morning, I will uh, bid you farewell uh, and send you good luck in, on your travels home. All right. That sounds good. And he, he pulls out like his bottle of whiskey. There's like a, you know, uh, not as a peace offering, but like as a you know, like a, a share of hospitality to like you know share a drink with the guy, not knowing whether or not he's had like you know distilled liquors before. Maybe he's you know showing him something new. So he he smiles and says thank you very much, but then he picks up his own glass and pours some 
water or juice or whatever in it and says, I, I will stick to, uh, to what I know best and, you know, kind of raises his glass to you. But, you know, more the, you're more than welcome to uh, partake. Uh, this is a, you know, a night of celebration and joy and, you know, let's uh, have a wonderful evening. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So he pours out glasses for the three of us then. And, uh, you know, clinks, clinks glasses. And, nice. Yeah. Okay. So I guess, you know, there's just a bit of carousing and drinking and, again, a bit of small chat, uh, small talk and chit-chat. So if you guys are ready to go to bed, um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything else. The king or any, any of the monks, you know, they had a nice evening with you. So it's up to you guys if you uh, want to go back and head to bed and get ready for the morning to head back home. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So everybody give me, if everybody's settled into bed, everybody give me a power roll. Oh, 40 out of 50. Okay. 40 out of 70. I'm good. Oh 48 out of 80. I'm good. Okay. So everybody passed. So starting on my paper. So Vinny. Well, while you're sleeping, you start dreaming again, and you know that the path that you went to on your first dream, and then obviously the path you went on when you took the the flight, you know, becomes definitely more clear in your mind. Uh, so they kind of overlay on top of each other your first dream, and then the actual trip itself. So they kind of you know layer on top of each other, so you can kind of see the route that you kind of went. Um, so it's definitely a lot a lot more clear in your mind so you know when you wake up in the morning you can grab the, the paper and a pencil and, you know and kind of fill in some of the missing the missing spots or missing landmarks that you had when you were um, in between the dream and the actual flight itself so that kind of makes that that map kind of more concrete in your mind Petra you have some more visions of your flying friend that came to visit you and yes. while you're there you also kind of see you know some more outlines of some other people so they're not very distinct you just know there's some you know other people with you around when you do when you summon the flying thing but when you do it this time you know there's more that come for the other people that are with you uh, so, you know, each of you have your own kind of thing and then you can see, you, all, you know, each of you individually off flying on these things and going across and, you know, doing that. So you can see that it wasn't just you that, you know, the, the, when they were summoned, it wasn't just one for you. You know, some more, the more came because um, there were more people in your party. So when you first started thinking of it, there was, you know, one extra person and one came and then a couple of minutes more, you know, the, a couple other hazy outlines of people in your party came and then some more, you know, some more of the flying things came down for them also. So that's kind of what, what you get in your dream. And what did uh, Petra do to summon them in the dream? It was the, you had the, um, you had the jewel and then you just placed it to your head again. So it was the same kind of thing. And then once, once you, once you were done, you know, flying with it, when you landed somewhere, you know, you got off and then placed the jewel on your forehead again. And then, Know, kind of it, it flew away and then it kind of winked out and disappeared okay and then for daryl i'm sure i'm assuming daryl's sleeping holding his mandala so you just you have this kind of it, it's not a very concrete feeling but it is a feeling that you know you will take this with you if 
you are able to hand this off to who, who is meant for, then there will be some kind of boon for you once the mission is complete um, or once this has been accomplished. Uh, but also you feel that you, know, you see yourself going through different state, different, you, different places that the Mandela is with you, like different cities you, that you're traveling in that maybe you've never been to before and the Mandela is still with you. And you kind of get the feeling that it won't be, it's not like an overriding compulsion to have to do this. It's more that, yeah, wherever I go, I'm going to take this thing with me and I will eventually, you know, be able to hand this off or complete this request from, from the Emerald Llama. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I'm going to do. It's not going to be the, the be all and end all consuming thing of my life, but yeah, I will, you know, I will try to get this, I will try to get this accomplished because if I do, I know there will be some kind of, uh, you know, reward for me in the end. And then everybody just has a good night rest, you know, rest of the night sleep. And, you know, again, early morning when you're coming around waking up, you can hear, you know, some of the chanting and praying again. When you wake up, there's, um, you know, there's some more, you know, refreshments in, in your rooms. And it looks like the clothes that you had, the outfits you had worn when you first came to the city are now laid out. They look like they're a little bit clean and, you know, better than they were when you first came in. So that you know, all of your original clothes are kind of set out in the room uh, when you wake up. Nice. So the I'm assuming everybody kind of gets dressed and is going to head back towards uh, the the main room with the king for breakfast. I think so. Okay. So the king invites you in and says, you know, I'd just like to thank you all for um, spending your time with me. It's been an actual, you know, it's been a pleasure and a joy, and hopefully you've enjoyed yourself in my city. And I wish you speedy return and uh all the best for the days ahead kind of raises a glass as a toast and takes a quick drink thank you for your hospitality it's quiet so he says if you know once you are ready to go i will you know have the three people here who have been helping you the past couple days they will take you to the edge of the city back to um the path so you can uh, make your way back home all right. Well, thank you very much for uh, your hospitality. We uh, appreciate uh, that you would let us be here and, uh, you know, kind of give us the run of the place. It has been my pleasure. So he, um, you know, he kind of kind of bows to you uh, and he looks over to the three, the three monks that are there and, you know, kind of, you know, shakes, you know, nods his head to them. So they're kind of at your service whenever you're ready to go. I'm assuming you kind of left all your stuff in your room. You didn't bring it all down to the, you know, checking out at the hotel, you get all your, so they'll they'll go back to your room and you know they'll they'll stand outside the door and they'll, they'll wait for you to come back out and if you start bringing stuff out you know they'll they'll offer their arms to help you carry some stuff if, if you want them to or you can carry it all yourself it's up to you uh i think Vinny would let them carry some stuff i mean okay. they're, they're a lot heavier leaving than they were coming in <laughs> so speaking to that so the stuff that you've gotten not the stuff you came with so the the bags you filled up yesterday does Vinny have them all or have you split them out i assume we split them right like he wouldn't have been able to carry you know sacks full of gold so okay so daryl for the the mandela are you gonna put that in the bag with the you know all the gold nuggets and stuff or are you gonna carry that 
Now, are, you, are you wrapping it up and putting it away somewhere when you're heading out? Um, as we're he- yeah, Daryl would uh, would put it in his satchel. He'd bring okay. it to him. Okay, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be carrying it out with you or anything. <laughs> right, right. It'll be like, yeah, I'll be in the bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so while you guys are walking out of you know the palace. You know, the monks are carrying each of your different things. Obviously, you split up some of the bags you filled up yesterday. So, you know, when they pick up all of your stuff, they kind of, each of them, you know, individually kind of realize, you know, these were the guys that helped brought you in. So they obviously realize that you've, <laughs> you're have you leaving with more than you came with. But they're not, you know, it's just kind of like a smirk or, uh, you know, one of them picking up the bag and kind of giving like a grunt saying, Ooh, you know, lifting up, wow, this is a bit heavy. It wasn't heavy coming in kind of thing, but not anything verbalized or, you know, there's no shitty grin. You know, there's no shitty look on their face like they're mad or anything. It's just kind of like a smirk and a smile while you're leaving. So they'll walk you back to the edge of the city and you'll get to the edge and then you'll look down to the left and is kind of where the cavern where you originally came in. Um, and then kind of up to the right-hand side, there's like a path through the mountain, you know, path through the hill. So the, the one of the monks will say to Vinny, because Vinny was kind of in the lead coming in, saying, you know, just if you follow that path up through there, there will be a, uh, you know, there'll be a bridge across and it should be about a day's travel back to your world. And, uh, you know, just stay along the path, don't deviate from the path and everything should be fine. Uh, how, how safe is this path to coming out? I mean, you know, because the other one was was no good. So that this one, this one's good then. As long as you stay on the path, you should not have any problems. Okay, well that that seems like that should be easy enough. Hey, if if you see that little that little rat guy or whatever the fuck that thing is, tell him we said uh, thank you, and uh, maybe we'll see him again. <laughs> uh, and they kind of look at you, and uh, and you say rat and. They kind of and they kind of piece together who you mean, and they said, "Yeah, we will, we will pass on your message for you." Yeah, he like he puts his hands under his chin and like you know, <laughs> you know. So the the monks kind of bow and and walk away. So they they're going to wait till you start you know walking up the path until you get out of out of view, um, and then they'll you know they'll turn around and walk away. So you guys are walking for about an hour or so. And I think he said in total it might be a day to get from from this side to the other side, you know, back to the, um, your world. So you're walking up the path. You can see in front of you, there is a big chasm. There is kind of a bridge going across it. So let's start walking across the bridge. It's probably about, let's say 30 feet across. It's kind of like a wooden bridge. So the three of you kind of, it's single file. And so let's start walking across the bridge. Let's everybody give me spot hidden. Yes. Ooh, 47 out of 50. Just made it. Okay. 88 out of 55. Did not happen. <laughs> spot hidden. Mm-hmm. So I've got a 60 and then there's like a 25%. Yeah. So just roll the 60. All right. Well, I rolled a 25. Oh, you rolled a 25. So you're good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they said next to it. Okay. So Vinny and Daryl kind of look at the bridge <laughs> while they first start stepping on it. And they seem, it seems to be not the sturdiest of designs. You're a bit concerned going over the bridge, especially since you're now weighted down with a bit more than you were carrying in a bit more weight. 
And when you look across, you can see across on the other end of the bridge, there is a little kind of thing there that has technically stuff hanging down from his face. And he says, if I were you, I would not try to cross the bridge. It almost fell when I walked across. But they told us to come this way and go across the bridge. What the hell are we supposed to do now? Yes, what exactly is going on here? Oh, I'm not leaving my bags. <laughs> so the little friend, I guess you called him Rizzo, right? So he yes. looks at Petra and says, I think you may be able to help everybody get across uh, a much safer way. Oh, how's that? So he kind of, he's he's looking at your eyes and then his eyes kind of, drift down a little bit from your eyes. <laughs> it stares a little bit further down. Uh, that, I mean, these help everybody, but I, that was just a dream. Oh, come off it. He's looking at your chin. That was just a dream. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's looking a little further down than your chin. <laughs> All right, wait. So, you remember that dragon creature and everything? In my dream... I could summon them and they didn't eat me. They gave me a ride across the river and then I could summon them for my friends and they give my friends a ride too. So wait, 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 you're, 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 you're saying that you think that you could summon a fucking dragon right now. I mean, I dreamt it. If your dream about the emeralds was true, then this could happen. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It was exactly the same. Hey, you know, I had the dream again, and I filled out the rest of the fucking map. We'll be able to find everything if we come back. Oh, nice. How did you summon the dragon? Well, I put the jewel on my head. Okay. And that's what Petra's going to do. Okay. So, Petra, can you subtract six from your pal? Sure thing. And then six from your magic points. Okay. And then... Roll me a 1d6. Three. Okay, another one. That is a, it's an X, it's a six. I have okay, a one. one more. Okay, I had to check. A four. Okay, so that is 13. Can you take 13 away from your sand? Yes. <laughs> oh. That's a big hit. So they're each individually, so... There's the three, the four, and the six. So I think the only one you would have to roll sand on is the six. So, because that's the way it goes, John, right? If you lose more than five at one time. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so you started or, out at eight. Or Sorry, it's like yeah. 20% within an hour of game time. So that's probably a shitload too. Yeah, but uh, 20% in an hour of game time would be 20, right? Yeah, so it'd be 15. So you would just roll. So you, you lost three first here at 77. Mm -hmm. So then you lost six. That's 71. So go ahead and roll against 71. Okay. Ooh, 88. Okay, 88. Mm. Then, uh oh. So from the 71, just make it down to 67 so we know. Okay. You failed your sand. Now make a no roll. Okay, I rolled. Oh, that's not the right dice. It's a 20 something. It is a 21. Okay, um, so 
and I don't know what my no is. I think it's your edu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just education. Yeah. Okay. So, so you pass that, so you're fine. You don't have any kind of break or anything. You just kind of realize that, um, you know, you've, you've done something very strange, but you're not <laughs> you're not looking more into it. You're just saying, okay, yeah, I had a dream about this. So dreams are usually pretty good. And, you know, the dream told me what to do. So I'm not going to ask any questions after that. So after you do that, all of a sudden, you guys, uh, Daryl and... Vinny, you know, feel, hear these wings beating, and all of a sudden these big, yeah, I guess dragony looking things kind of land each about 10 feet away from each of you. So, Daryl and Vinny, give me sand checks. All right. What is my sand? Uh oh. 48. Ooh, 36. I made it out of 48. Daryl? Yes. Oh, 50. Right on. Okay. Nice. So you guys each lose one sand. Ooh. Holy shit, it's a fucking dragon. Yeah, I, I told you. I choose to uh, I choose to refuse to acknowledge the existence of what I've just seen. <laughs> okay, so while you're all sitting there, the things kind of, you know, put their head down a bit. Uh, so I need everyone, all three of you, to make one more sand check. Oh, shit. We're going to get on these fucking things. Ten. I need that, bad boy. Eleven. Okay. I don't know. Can oh you crit your sand God. rolls? <laughs> uh, I don't know because I just rolled in a hundred. Can oh you? shit! <laughs> Actually, no. I take that back. I, I I've read the, I read this wrong. So you guys already rolled the sand. Shit, you're lucky because you rolled a hundred. So you're mm -hmm. fine with sand. What I needed for John and um, what I needed for Vinny and Daryl is to subtract one pow each. My fault. That's my bad. That could have been really good. You rolled a hundred, but I didn't want to completely screw <laughs> <laughs> So John and or for Vinny and Daryl, subtract one pow. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you get up and you, um, you know, Petra goes over because she's obviously seen this in the dream. So she gets on the back of the, the Shantak, which these are. And then it turns around and is getting ready to take off over over the crevice. And, you know, I'm assuming Vinny and Daryl are going to follow suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Straddle so, <laughs> Okay. So the, the Shantaks lift off into the sky. They start flying over. Petra looks back down and sees Rizzo kind of staring up at her from the other end of the bridge. You're flying for about 15 minutes or so. Um, you know, you're going over some hills and, you know, mountain high mountain peaks. You start going through some fog and, you know, it's the visibility is very low. So all of a sudden, um, let's roll this. Uh, let's, let's take this hundred and roll it into something else for uh, Daryl. So while Daryl's flying... He hears, he hears a voice in his head and says, don't forget you have a mission that needs to be accomplished and Charlie is waiting for you. So I roll, will not forget. Okay, so Daryl, roll a D4. Oh, a D4. Ooh, one of those. Uh, one. Okay, so double that. So subtract. So you've lost two more sand. So Great. you 
you get the feeling from the, um, the, the, the speaker in your mind was from the monk of the Emerald Lama. Uh, and he obviously told you that it is Charlie that now you need to go find and deliver this to. So you guys are flying through, you come out the other end of the fog, you look down and you just see a whole bunch of forest. So it's really, you know, big, big fir trees and pine trees and things like that. So it, it does look, it's, it's a lot more forested than, you know, the, any of the areas you were looking when you came through, through the cavern. Um, and then the Shantax start angling down towards the ground. And once they set foot on to the ground, um, you guys hop off and they kind of, all three of them kind of look at Petra and you know, you're all standing there after you get off of the, off of the, um, the Shantax and they all kind of look to Petra. Uh, Petra will do what she saw in her dream with the stone, taking it down and kind of dismissing them. Okay. So, thank you. So you, I'll look around and it, like I said, it's a very heavily forested area. It doesn't look like it was the exact spot when you were coming through. So I need six. Benny's one, Petra's two, Daryl's three. So Daryl, roll me a D4. I will do this thing. Two. Okay, two. You, Daryl kind of looks around sees a kind of a road cut through the forest and looks over and sees a sign that says, welcome to California, home of the famous Redwoods. What? Oh, shit. What? California? Fucking what? California? That motherfucker said the thing was right by the other spot. This is not good. At all. I mean, if we're rich, who cares where we live? <laughs> I mean, I suppose that is true, but the but the the, the club, I got to get back. Holy shit! Is that like a? That's got to be a sand check, right? Yeah, sand check. Ooh, I got a hundred. <laughs> Yay, we are rolling nice. Okay. Oh my god. I are you kidding? So you made me lower the sanity. Uh-huh. So now I'm at a, a, a 67 and I just rolled a 69. Oh, that's funny because I just rolled a 96. I was, I was, I was at 70. You made, you lowered me down and now, and now I'm insane. Okay. So Daryl and Petra roll a D4. And John, you've lost four. So Vinny lost four. All right. <laughs> that's fair. So I'm going Three. to say that's where you fade out. Where you, you uh, guys all look around and say, holy shit, we're in California and lose some sanity. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you and I want to see what the hell's going to happen here. Dragons. You know, oh. Cool. It was a it was a D4 roll for location though, so that's why I picked that. It was <laughs> my uh, roll was is where you ended up. My D4 roll, that last one was a four. You fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> so you lost you lost four, Daryl. So four, four sanity. Yeah, four sanity. Four All more. Right. So 
Danny said she wanted to keep going, so I can't let you guys go back to Tibet. That'd be too easy. There you go. <laughs> I want to see what these Californians like. Well, I hope you guys had a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh fun. yeah. These are good games, you know, because we RP everything. So it's like we probably could have done both of these sessions in like right. three yeah. hours. We're talkers. <laughs> Me not so much tonight, and especially if you know. But I'm I'm ailing. When I, if you know, if we keep doing it, I'll build it in so we can have a bit more of the roll stuff. But you know, it's also it's fun doing Cthulhu because there is a lot more RP. You have to build up some more. It's not like you guys are like a, a fighting party, so I didn't want to have a whole bunch of. You know, you know that kind of stuff with roles. So, but yeah, I think it's it works really good with all the RP. It is a lot of fun. I I thought maybe you were gonna hit us right at the end with like you know one more gug or something. You know, as we're like running out the fucking crevasse, you know, shooting wildly behind us. Well, that was the thing with the with the jewel to to summon the shantax. It was either that or you'd have to go through the gug again. But I thought it'd be cool to do the shant the shantax with the flying and then the the sanity and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Good. I had a good time. I'm glad. I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. it. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Definitely. Thank you. Thank Next you for running. Be so quiet. Yay. Thanks well, everybody. Happy Saturday. It is Saturday, right? No, it's Sunday yeah. now. Well, it's, it's Saturday for me. There's the sun outside. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> and it's friggin' Already super bright out. So whoa! Oh my gosh, you're a trooper. <laughs> hey, Jack was hanging in in the chat for a while too. He's over in the UK as well. He's like, it's too fucking late, but I gotta watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just awesome. He's up from watching the England game anyway, so he's probably still too wired. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> cool. Well, definitely. Thanks for running. Thanks you guys for playing. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could try to schedule something before like four months. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know me; I'm up anytime. So, whatever you guys want. Oh yeah, I, I should say though, I won't be wearing that fur coat um, during the summer here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little warm play, now. Yes, next time we play in winter, though. <laughs> All righty. Good night, everybody. Oh, Good night. thank you. Thank everybody for playing. Thanks everybody for uh, hanging out in the chat and, you know, checking this out later. Uh, There's coffee for sale link in the show notes. Please check that out. Uh, Ratings, reviews on iTunes, super helpful Uh, pod chaser, whatever your pod catcher of choices. uh, Please do that. And uh, we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.